This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 392 of the Dressage Radio Show, sponsored by Total Saddle Fit, Kentucky Performance Products, and Uncle Jimmy. Today we have for you the Dressage Hour of the second annual Holiday Radiothon. Reese, Philip, Wendy, and I had a blast on Monday, and we think you'll enjoy hearing Laura Graves and Tammy Hogue in their interviews on the Radiothon. Have fun. This is the 12 to 1 p.m. dressage hour of the 2016 Horse Radio Network Holiday Radiothon by Weatherbeta, with the voicemail sponsored by Horselovers.com. To hear all 12 hours of the Radiothon, visit HorseRadioNetwork.com and click on the Radiothon banner on the right side of the page. If you are listening on iTunes or on a podcast catcher, then you will find it under the Horse Radio Network All Shows feed or the Stable Scoop Radio Show feed. If you are listening on the Horse Radio Network phone app, you will find it all 12 hours of it under the Stable Scoop Radio Show. To see who won the prizes and to check out the sponsors, visit HolidayRadiothon.com. Thank you all for listening and enjoy. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hi, it's Boyd Martin. You're listening to the Radiothon on the Horse Radio Network. If I had a dog or kitten, I'd feed and hug and kiss them, but I'd rather have a horse. Birds and bunnies, snakes and fishes would not satisfy my wishes, cause I really want a horse. I would love a big black Frisian, with flowing hair all waving, or little dapple gray. Appaloosa, Roan, or Pinto, Buckskin Bay, or Palomino, just as long as it's a horse. A horse I can depend on to take me for a ride. Or one that I could hitch up for a drive. Or rescue one that needs some love. I could ride dressage at Devon, must I the wood impress them, or trail ride with my friends. I'd jump any kind of fencing, I might even try eventing if I only had a horse. I'd look awesome riding western, with my buckle and my stetson, we'd win the pleasure class. I could spin and slide and reining, rope a cow or do pull bending if I only had a horse. Non-horse people can't believe it, they don't see why I need it, the muck, the sweat and hair. But I'm happy at the farm, my therapist lives in the barn, and she whinnies just for me. A friend I can depend on to chase my blues away. I can get high just from smelling hay. You see, of course, I need my horse. My parents thought that I'd outgrow it. They really should have known it would never go away. Now I'm a grandma over 50 with a horse who's really nifty and I love her every day. All right, Wendy, we are a quarter of the way done, and now we passage into Hour 4, the dressage hour of the Horse Radio Network 12-hour live holiday radiothon by Weatherbeta, with additional support provided by Horselovers.com, Kentucky Performance Products, and Total Saddle Fit. I'm Glenn the Geek, and with me in the studio in Ocala, Florida, is host of the driving radio show, Dr. Wendy Ying, and we are your MCs for the entire 12 hours. All right, we're joined this hour by the hosts of the Dressage Radio Show, Reese Koffler, Stanfield, and Philip Parks. Welcome, guys. Hi, everybody. Thanks Hi, for having us. Merry Christmas. How are you guys? We're having a blast here. We're in hour not, number four. No, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I'm not letting uh, Wendy start. I'm not letting Wendy start drink till about noon. So we're, <laughs> oh, we're almost there. It's actually it's twelve oh three. I'm just saying. Ooh. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much this year, guys. It's it's so fun to have you as part of this radiothon this year. We're so happy to be here. We weren't able to be on last year, so it's super fun to be here. 
we, and, we had to schedule all all the trips and all the horsey stuff around around the show because we really wanted to make it today. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wanted to also thank Betty Swanson, who you heard in the song at the top of the hour there. What a beautiful voice. And uh, again, another great listener submission that we had. Uh, and we're playing those, of course, all day long. Well, now, you guys, we have a couple of great prizes this hour, too. Wendy's going to tell us about those. Oh, yeah. These two prizes for this hour is uh, a product that Reese and Philip use all the time. One of the most revolutionary girths on the market today, the Shoulder Relief Girth by Total Saddle Fit, worth $150. And we also have a dressage performance pack by Kentucky Performance Products, worth $175. Kentucky Performance Products is the longest-running sponsor of the Horse Radio Network. Yay! Yay! We awesome. love both we have, those we have the best sponsors for our show. We really it's do. We're, right. You're just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting it out there. <laughs> you do. You do have the best sponsors. Reese, get the mic a little bit closer, I think. You're, you're sounding a little bit far away. Can uh, you hear me now? For us. That's actually worse. Uh, so go back to where you were. Um no? You know what, Reese? I have the same problem. You have to use your outside voice. Pretend right. like you're teaching. I think I'm going to have to use my out. I can. I have an outside voice. Use your teaching voice. It. Yeah. Everybody knows. No, my we don't want to hear screaming, Philip. We don't want screaming. Uh, so. <laughs> horse girls turn up the volume. No, but horse girls help? spend a lifetime of trying to talk softly inside because we always get yelled at for talking too loud. So we just go back to our regular voice and we can project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I can project. My poor students know. Like, oh, please. <laughs> Actually, Reese, I think I'm going to try and uh, get you back. In the meantime, okay. uh, Philip, uh, so go ahead and hang up and I'll try and get you back. Philip, tell us what your fantasy ride is. Well, I've really been thinking about this a lot, um, you know, over the last week or so. And I think that the horses, you know, that I admire most are some, you know, in history of, you know, of dressage, of course. I mean, I'm not going to pick a not dressage horse. But, you know, maybe not the fanciest horses like Totalist and, and some of the others. Um, I just like horses that are very, you know, harmonious and easy to ride. I don't like to work very hard. So I was thinking, you know, about some of the horses that were competing when I first got into dressage. And uh, I really loved um, Klaus Balkenhol's horse, Goldstern. I mean, Glenn, you haven't watched a lot of dressage and stuff. But, I mean, this was just horse that... I think he was purchased as a police horse and then uh, Klaus got him and he just had a really nice history of, you know, not always being a dressage horse and that uh, Klaus trained him and, uh, and he made the Olympics. I believe he was like a team gold medalist and just an amazing horse that you kind of say like, Oh wow, I really, I, I think I could ride that horse and that, that it looks like, you know, really fun and not too hard work. And so, you know, I really always admired the, the harmony of the sport and not always, you know, the, the fancy legs flying around everywhere and horses that look sort of difficult to ride and, and tricky to ride. You know, there's been a few that, um, you know, that have won medals as well. So, and also, um, Debbie McDonald's Brantina always looked like a really supple, super horse that, uh, that was very rideable. And, and, and so, you know, the horses I enjoy riding from day to day are just, just really rideable horses. I think those are my favorites. So, I think that's what I think that's what we've heard from a lot of people is it doesn't have to be like the superstar. It's the relationship that they have with their that horse. And I really feel like with your two picks is is the horse that you'd love to have in your barn. That great relationship. Yeah, that you look forward to riding every day yeah. and because you know that's what it comes down to for us is the training, right? And the trainability yeah. and and um, you know, uh, it's not always about medals and stuff like that. It's, it is about the day to day you know, tra- the work that you have to do and to get the horse to where he needs to be, you know, fitness and, and training and, yeah. and to do the moves. So yeah, I think all, all trainers can, uh, can appreciate rideable horses more than, you know, fancy superstars. So yeah, cause you have to ride them all every day, but it's the ones that you look forward to riding. That makes your work day go fast. Yeah, that makes it fun. Yeah, yeah that makes it well, fun. and I think those horses make you smile. I hope you guys can hear me. Yeah, uh, we can hear you. Those, yep, we can hear you now. Yay! I think those horses make you smile. You think I think of those horses, and and you know, I was there in the World Cup when Debbie rode her final famous center line, and you were like, I hope I can be that girl someday. Like she was <laughs> smiling ear to ear. The horse was smiling ear to ear, and they, those horses are just fantastic, and they just make you smile. And that's pretty cool. I want to throw in that you're going to hear Debbie McDonald's fantasy ride in the horsemanship hour coming up next. I'm really curious about that. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm going to tune in too. Yeah. 
So that's really neat. Reese, how about yours? Now, his was the quiet ones you have a relationship with. I'm guessing yep. Reese's are going to be the nutso ones that are difficult to ride. <laughs> well, I do have a tendency to... No, actually, my horses, I think as I've gotten older, have gotten tamer? better about that. <laughs> yeah, tamer. I think that happens. But no, you know what? Of course, who wouldn't want to ride Allegro? I mean, we, we everybody knew oh, I was going to say ding, that. Ding, ding, ding. We finally got our Allegro. <laughs> yeah. Allegro. And then my other one is, um, you know, I have a picture of Ula Salzgeber riding Rusty. And she was really, really popular when I was... I don't know, 16, 17, trying to make my way. And I just can, you know, vision the half pass that Ula Salzgeber used to ride on Rusty. And it was unbelievable. So mine is to ride Rusty. And um, I did actually, I was warming up for my first big Grand Prix. And uh, Ula Salzgeber, my idol, is like sitting at the side of the arena. And I almost died. I was like, oh, my God. Were you like super nervous that she was watching you? Actually, I remember that picture, and I'm like, I gotta sit like Ula. Oh wait, she's sitting right there. Uh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, funny. so that would be my my pick. Good one. Sure. Yeah, I like that one. Have you guys? So now let's talk a little bit about Christmas because we didn't get to do this with you last year, and I know a little bit about Reese's Christmas because I think we might have been at your house once or twice during Christmas time. <laughs> I think you have, which yeah. is great. We we like everyone coming. Yeah, Philip, you're there. You are our first uh, Canadian representative hosting today. So tell us, is Christmas up there in Canada all sleds and you know uh, winter suits? No, yeah, it is traditional Christmas, right? And and everybody knows that Santa is Canadian as well, right? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> the North Pole is is, yeah, is within yeah. our territory, and yes. I mean, he's just the nicest guy in the world. Gives out presents to everyone. <laughs> How couldn't he be Canadian? <laughs> Of course, it's just true. Canadians are all very, very nice. It's a very nice place. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but but the thing is, is uh, my parents are emigrated from England, so we don't have a lot of family in, Can- in Canada. So my Christmases was always, um, we would take the time to, to travel. You know, my mom, my dad were off work, and so we spent Christmases all over, you know, um, Florida, a couple of years, you know, Orlando, you know, that, that was sort of our, uh, our Christmas time. So again, I don't always, uh, think about the snow when, when, you know, in my, in my past of having great Christmases, it's usually kind of palm trees and, and sunshine. That's our kind of Christmas. We love that kind of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. We like that here in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be home for Christmas and literally leave the next day. I'm like, okay, yep. Christmas says there's no more snow. We're done. We're out. <laughs> <You're> out. <laughs> We're I'm out. Going. We're doing, not doing this anymore. Yeah, you get just a little taste, right? Yeah, it's like, oh, that was nice. You know, you guys, uh, Reese, uh, your family is so close, and you guys really do spend the Christmas together, don't you? Yeah, we do. Well, um, you know, thankfully, uh, we my mother-in-law lives about an hour from here. So uh, Travis and I go to her house for Christmas Eve, and they have a huge family. Uh, I'm like Philip. My family's relatively small. Um, and now it's a little bigger with all the nieces, my nieces and nephews. But um, yeah, so we go there Christmas Eve, and sometimes we spend, spend the night. Sometimes we come home and sort of depends on who's here at the farm. And uh, then we usually Christmas morning, Travis and I kind of hang out in our pajamas and feed the horses and do chores. And then we head over to my parents around, uh, you know, for after we feed, we'll feed and then we head over there. So it's a lot of fun. And um, now with all my, you know, my oldest uh, niece is eight and we have an eight, a six year old, a five year old and a three year old. So Christmas is no longer quiet. There's <laughs> mass chaos all That's the time. Fun. I like awesome. That. There's yeah. ribbons flying everywhere. It's so much fun. And then it's so fun to play with the kids with their toys. And it's it's fun. So, so yeah, it's a great time. Well, let's do this. You want to? We have some callers wanting to talk to you guys. You want to yes. take some calls? Yes, we're ready. Ready. We have Derek who is calling in first. Merry Christmas, Derek. Merry Christmas to you too. How's Hi, it going? Derek. <laughs> Great. How are you today? Merry Christmas. Good. Yeah, I'm doing well. So I wanted to tell you what my uh, fantasy horse ride would be. Yes. What I'm is it? So I'm a horse husband. And I don't actually Yay! ride, so my fantasy ride <laughs> Love for the would be uh, my fantasy ride would be Mr. Ed. Oh, that's that's cute. a good choice. That's a good choice yeah. be- because I don't actually know how to ride a horse, <laughs> so I could just like tell him, just hey, talk Mr. to Ed, him. Let's yeah. go to the 
let's go over to that tree over there, and, and he would do it. It That's would be more beautiful. like Mr. Otherwise, Ed going, you're screwing up again. Stop doing that. It's hurting. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to go to the tree. Maybe we'll, let's go somewhere yeah. else. Let's just stop and have That'd a cookie. A fun time. Yeah. Let's just have a cookie. That would be amazing. Yeah, oh, yeah that, that would be my kind of ride. What? I like it. That's fantastic. All right, Derek, I have to know. Tell us about your wife. Does she? What does she ride? Oh, she rides dressage Yay. in uh, Oregon, Wisconsin. Excellent. And she has her own horse. His name is Overguards Paminov. And he's really, really tall. He's like the biggest <laughs> horse anyone has ever seen. And <laughs> everyone always wants to pet him and touch him and say how oh. big he is. Oh, well, how cool. giant, I hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's very gentle. He he yeah. loves being touched and petted and, and doted on. He thinks that uh, we are all his servants. Yes. <laughs> we have a couple in the barn like that. Yeah. Like, well, they tend to get hey, like that because you yeah. feed them, you turn them out, and you do everything for them. I guess you are his, their servants. That's true. <laughs> yes, exactly. They're, they're right about it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, we're scooping awesome. their poop and everything, you know, and giving yeah. them food and... Well, brushing them and putting all sorts of salves and things on them. Well, yes, Derek, I know. Derek, thank you so much for calling in today. Now you have done the horse husband duty of getting yes. your wife entered for all the prizes the rest of the day. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Excellent. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Derek. Have a great Merry Christmas. Thanks. Take care. Now, we have a very special caller coming up next because she sent an entry that actually was chosen to lead the Radiothon today, and that's Nicole Lutzma. Nicole, congratulations and Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Nicole. Merry Christmas, Nicole. Merry Christmas. If everybody missed it, just go back and listen to hour one, the nine to ten o'clock hour, when the recorded version comes out tomorrow, and you'll hear Nicole. She leads the parade. Did you hear yourself this morning? Were you able to listen? I did. Yeah, I've been listening all morning. It's a pretty quiet day at work today. I don't have many meetings, so uh, you know, I've had the stream going all day. It's been great. We're taking awesome. a poll, guys, to see. And if, Reese and Philip, if you want in this, just let me know how much. We're taking a poll to see how many people get fired from work today for listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm in, but I hope the number's zero. Like, I'm in. It's everybody's nope, lucky none. day. I'm too busy listening to, uh, to <laughs> schedule any of those kinds of meetings. <laughs> Well, that and shopping, I'm sure like between the, you know, the radiothon and shopping, like, oh yeah, I, I don't think, yeah, I think exactly. a lot of people Everyone, fired today. Everyone's in luck. And we ask you all to go out and support our sponsors today, Weatherbeater, Horse Lovers, and all the sponsors, which you can find at uh, uh, HolidayRadiothon.com. Well, Nicole, tell us about your fantasy ride. And by the way, thank you so much for the entry. It was funny. We were listening to all hundred of them and Jennifer and I got to yours and we said, that's it. That's the opener. And it was it was so perfect. Aww. So thank you for that. That's awesome. Well, I thought I would have to call in to get one more entry. So I already got the doubles by entering my voicemail early. But I figured third time is a charm. So yes. here I am again. <laughs> we love it. Um, so my fantasy ride, I am a big Parisian girl. So my grandparents actually come from Friesland. Uh, so I've always loved the breed, but never have had the chance to ride one before. So my fantasy ride, I would have to say, would be the world's most beautiful Frederick the Great. Ah, I think he would be awesome to take oh, for a spin. The world's most yes. handsome horse. Oh, I love it. Oh, I have I have a Frisian <laughs> who actually just rode right before I left. He's he's not he's not owned by me, but I will tell you he is willed to me because I love him. His name is Merlin. And you know, you get hit every once in a while in the face by some uh, dreadlocks, but other than that, <laughs> like oh well and i saw philip posted some pretty cool photos of his ride on his beautiful aslan the other day as well which also looked pretty yeah, great yeah i uh i uh, took him out for a gallop yeah i mean if you're gonna want, want to ride a horse that that is um you know pleasurable to gallop instead of super fast you ride a frisian <laughs> because yeah they, you know, you turn it on and it's just, it's, it comes out as a nice trickle rather than a gush of energy and <laughs> speed. So it's like an actual gallop. Did it happen? Yeah. Good. Yeah, he's cool. a really energetic Frisian and, you okay. know, I, I ride him a few times a week and he's, and he's quite fit. So he was really excited to go out and, and, and give it a go. And so, yeah, That's he, cool. he galloped around the field, not for long. And, you know, and when I brought yeah. him up, he was happy to walk again. You know, that's yeah. again, another great quality of <laughs> a Frisian. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we just have a lot of fun with, 
I've ridden a few Frisians over, you know, over over the time, and they are a lot of fun and just really happy to to work and do their job. So yeah, really good choice. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. That's a really good choice. Well, thank you, Nicole. We appreciate you calling in, and we appreciate your entry and for leading the parade today. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the day, All everybody. Right. Take care. Thank you. Nice. Well, Wendy, tell us a little bit about our title sponsor today, by the way. Uh, guys, Weatherbeater has a whole new line of blankets, so throw out all the old ones. You have to get new ones, and Wendy's going to tell you why. <laughs> yes, the brand-new ComfyTech range of blankets features CozyGuard, an adjustable front strap that allows unbeatable protection and comfort to your horse's chest area. To learn more, visit weatherbeater.com slash ComfyTech. Stay, t- stay tuned next hour for more highlights of the Comfy Tech range, new from Weatherbeater for winter 2016. I got to see these at the trade show, and they are fantastic blankets. And I know blankets because we, we started our tack shop in the 90s, and we've wow. been selling blankets ever since. And, of course, when we all started using blankets, they were those canvas, ugly, heavy things that when oh they got wet would weigh oh 500 gosh, pounds. So <laughs> yes. Yes. And they're super smelly so because you heavy. can never wash them. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, no more. Blanket technology has come a long way. And, of course, Weatherbeta has been uh, the one leading the pack. So thank you to Weatherbeta for their title sponsorship of the Radiothon again this year. And now we have your first guest. I'm so excited. We've had so many big names on the show. Why don't you introduce her? Yes, we have Tammy Hogan. She is an international bestseller. Of uh, She's an author, and she's a wonderful dressage writer. Tammy, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here. We're so happy to have you on. This is so fun. I get to see Tammy in Florida, and <laughs> I have been to a book signing. It was so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> They're always fun, aren't they? They, I had never, I had never done it, so I was a little nervous. But then I got up to, and and you know, I saw you, and it was fine. But it is really cool to go and like get your book signed. That was really special. Yeah. So now, Tammy, what are your plans for Christmas? What are you up to for the Christmas holidays? Oh well, you know, I'm I moved back to California, so I'm in Southern California right now, um, where we don't have snow. But I'll be going. Uh, to back home to Minnesota to visit family and spend about a week there um, in the cold and snow and, uh, you know, hopefully a white Christmas. And Oh, I think that's, that's the way I like to enjoy snow. You know, just great for Christmas and it's beautiful and yeah. you get to drink hot chocolate. <laughs> you get to just look at it. And bye-bye. <laughs> And then you get to go. Yeah. yeah it, it, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, this week it's been colder here and, you know, we all the horses are clipped and, you know, we've been blanketing and unblanketing and having the blanket dance. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, oh, what should we put on? I don't know. What do you think? You know, it's like a constant every yep. evening. <laughs> so I like the, the Southern California, South Florida lifestyle myself. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, we get the, we do the blanket dance too, because it gets pretty chilly here at night. You know, it gets down into the, into the forties and, you know, we can get even colder than that. So then, you know, it might be beautiful and warm in the daytime, but the, the evenings cool off pretty well here. So we're, uh, we're doing the blankets. I just ordered a pile of blankets. <laughs> Everybody needed new blankets. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Tammy, tell us what book you just released a book, didn't you? No, it's actually it's been almost a year, which I can't believe because I haven't actually written the one that I'm supposed to have done now. <laughs> it's been a year ago. Uh, so, yeah, it was uh, the bitter season came out in January of of. Um, yeah, I think year. we talked to you. We had so a we had a chat about that book. I think uh, when when you were releasing it a year ago, so, and I thought that we were expecting a, a new book yeah. this year again. But like as you said, you haven't written it yet. So tell us a little bit. Yeah, about what, no, what, it's what's not the process when you're tackling a new book or, yeah, or you have a project on the go. Yeah, I don't even know what that it means. Oh well, um, the new book. Uh, I, I decided to revisit characters that I wrote about a long time ago. I mean, I can't even believe how long ago it actually was. Um, a book called A Thin Dark Line. And I'd had lots and lots of reader mail over the years, you know, to bring back those characters. And I thought, let's let's do that. I'll take a break from writing about the characters in Minnesota and go back to um, South Louisiana. 
<clears throat> which is uh, always a really fun place to set suspense. You know, it's very atmospheric and and uh, great that way. And so, um, so you know, I started out by uh, I mean, I had a good idea for the plot of the of the story, and then I had to go back and kind of reread that old book and uh, reacquaint myself with those characters. You know, so so that it goes. You know, there's a seamless transition. The publisher will re-release a thin dark line. So anybody who hasn't read it or wants to reread it will have that opportunity shortly before the new book comes out. So they have to, you know, they, there can't be big, um, you know, changes in who the characters are, or how they sound or, you know, anything like that. It has to transition seamlessly. So there's that kind of preparation to start out with, with that. And then, and then, you know, I don't write from an outline. I just, I know the the heart of the story. I know the crime that kicks off the story, and then I I it's unveiled to me as I write it. So it's all uh, you know, hopefully uh, fresh and surprising for me and for the readers too. That is so cool. That's an I interesting will tell you. way of doing it. Yeah, yeah then, I, then I, I, you know you maybe can think of something on the fly. You don't have to stick to a concrete. Yeah. What you've already done, you can have a new idea anytime, and and it can come out in the book. I think that yeah, exactly. That's a cool way. Yeah, it's very, you know, it's very organic and things pop up that you don't expect and, um, you know, take turns that, you know, you know, something might come up and I'll say, well, I wonder why that happened. And then, you know, pages down the road, uh, it'll be revealed to me like, oh, okay, I, I see now why that happened. That is so cool. And, and my favorite one of your books, Tammy, is Dark Horse. But I do not, oh, walk, yeah. <laughs> I don't walk by a muck pile in Wellington the same. I, I'm not going to lie. I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And if anybody has read that book, you should read it and, and go to Wellington because it's cool. But it's, it's you're like, oh, oh boy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, what's in there? <laughs> in there? Yeah, I'm not going to go there at night. Right after I read the books, I was like, I am not walking around the showgrounds myself. I'm a little scared. <laughs> so it's so true. The books are awesome and, and they really will. Thank you know, you. Like, years later, I'm still, it's still not the same. Tammy Ho, <laughs> terrifying the horse world one book at a time <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my goodness it's so true so tammy we have our our biggest question of the day for all everyone who's calling in is your fantasy ride who would oh, be yes, your I've been fantasy thinking about that. ride yeah i know it's a hard question you really have to think about it so it is there, well there's so many to pick from you know no there I've are back over my, <laughs> I'm sure everybody's saying Bolegro because who wouldn't want to ride Bolegro or totally? Yeah, I said that. that. I was. No, that's, that's our dressage. Our theme is Bolegro. Bolegro. I'm like that was the first yeah. thing I said. Yes, I know. Every everyone would would like to ride Blueberry for sure. I would. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I I started thinking about you know going back. You know, going back into. Um, you know, when I first, I, I grew up riding Western, and there was no dressage anywhere near where I grew up. So I kind of you know, happened onto the sport in a, in a place where nobody was doing it. And, um, I remember seeing a, a documentary on TV and uh, that was kind of my first introduction to the, to really to the big sport, you know, and they were featuring horses, um, like Alric and, uh, and I remember in particular Corlandis oh, yeah. and, and watching a video of, uh, of a freestyle of Corlandis and, um, and, you know, the rules were different then. You could do some more daring things than, than what mm -hmm. they let you do now. And he did, he did a double pirouette, a double canter pirouette. It was like piaf to a double canter pirouette. And yeah. it was the most incredible thing I had ever seen. And I, it literally brought me to tears and I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, I, I, I want to do that. You know? So that was, that one was, a. And he was such a powerful horse. Yeah, you know? so, and I and I like those big, those big powerful ones. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you remember a horse named that. Action, a gray horse, around those same times? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> also yeah, he, did a sim you know, some of the more too. creative, similar. It was I think it was a very short coupled horse that could do that yep. kind of stuff, and then. And then they came in the rules and said, oh, you can't do that. You know, that kind of thing. But you don't get to do that anymore. Action was actually the sire of my first Grand Prix horse, Feliki. Really? Okay. So, 
Yeah, yeah, and and she was very like him, or she she still is. She's uh, she'll be thirty this year. Oh she's no, still, kidding! Uh, she was pretty oh, yeah, fun to she, watch, Tammy. She oh, was she was pretty. She was awesome. I will tell you, sitting on the sidelines and watching you ride her, she could be up there for me too because she was so cool. Thank she you. Was awesome. Thank, oh, she she was the coolest horse, and just uh, you know, she was actually quite small. But such a ball of fire yes. when she would come into the ring. She grew like, you know, I mean, she wasn't even 16 hands. Like- really? Oh, Tammy went away. Oh, no, we lost oh, Tammy. We lost, we lost Tammy. Oh, let me oh and her, her story was Wait so good. Are you there, Tammy? Are you still oh, there? she is. I'm here. Oh, we, we yeah, lost you for a second. Okay, good. You're back. Yes. I know. She was, <laughs> Felicky was an amazing horse. She was very cool. She was, and, and you were, yeah. you were competing and I was a young rider and I remember coming to watch and being like, wow, that is awesome. And you guys had so much fun uh, together. Yeah, she was, she was just, you know, I, I owe so much to her. She was such a tremendous horse and she was very much like her father, you know, big, uh, big Piaf and Passage and, and short couples. So, you know, you could bend her around like a little pretzel and, you know, just uh, so fortunate to have had her. That is so cool. Now, what horses do you have now? Um, I've got, uh, I've got a big, uh, a big Grand Prix horse, uh, Lone Star, who's, uh, he's ginormous, but <laughs> also super fun horse to ride. Uh, very, uh, very light, uh, in the bridle and just really fun to ride. Um, and I, I haven't shown for the last couple of years because well, I had an injury and then I was on deadline and, and, um, so, so he's had, you know, he's kind of had a couple easy years, you know, so even though he's getting up there in age, we, we're going to come back out this year, this next year and show. And I'm really looking forward to that. And then I've got an eight-year-old mare that I bought as a three-year-old. Cool. And, um, and I, yeah, I bought her, I bought her in Florida and I sent her out to, to California to my trainer out here, Charlie Pinio. And, um, and Charlie has brought her along just so beautifully and so classically and I just got to start riding her you know, this uh, this fall after I moved back out here and um, so I'm having a lot of fun with her and she's she is so different from Lone Star she's she's like riding a deer she's wow. Wow. so delicate and elegant and um, you know just a, a totally different ride so it's it's uh, it's really interesting to go to the barn every day and and I, I ride her first and she's She's this light, tiny, delicate like ballet dancer, and then I get on Lone Star, and he's like a war horse. But um, <laughs> yeah, just totally different rides. You know what I heard in all of that is that even if you work for yourself, you always have a boss, right? I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, here you are. You've written more books and been more successful than ninety nine point nine percent of the other authors in the world, and you're still going. I can't ride my horse because I got to work. <laughs> it's like, absolutely, that does happen. That you know, it's uh, yeah. You know, if you're your own boss, it's usually that's usually the meanest boss you have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Toughest job you'll have. Yeah. Yeah, for Tammy, sure. Yeah. We're, we're you, running you can't out of... pull the wool over your own eyes. You know? yeah. That's, true. <laughs> That's true. We're running out of time. Where can people uh, find your work? Where can they find your books? What's the best way to do it? Okay. Well, um, well, I'm everywhere. So you can, uh, you can find the books in any, any place that sells, sells books, bookstores. Uh, Amazon, all, you know, all your online sources. Uh, you can find me at my website, TammyHogue.com or Facebook, Facebook uh, slash Tammy Hogue. And um, yeah, I'm everywhere. I got one Come more question me. for you. <laughs> did you ever dream, how many years ago did you write your first book? It was 1987 when I wrote the first book. It came out in wow. 1988. Wow. So you've been wow. doing this for really? 30 Was anybody years. Were you, were you born then? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I was. <laughs> I was. I don't know if I could read the book yet. But. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Did you picture yourself 30 years later being where you are today? Oh, you know, that's, it, you know, first of all, I can't believe it's 30 years. I mean, how did that happen? Yeah, sorry it to just, bring that up. That just doesn't even seem, yeah, it just doesn't <laughs> seem possible, you know. And, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, I started out, uh, when I started out, 
I, you know, I guess, I guess I did kind of picture, you know, I'm like, well, I want to be a bestseller, you know, <laughs> but then to have it actually happen is pretty amazing because yeah, it's a, it's a tough, tough business and, and, uh, you know, many try, but few succeed. And so I'm, I'm very, very fortunate to be where I am. Well, thank so cool. thank you so much. We really appreciate uh, you being here today and for being part of the Radiothon. I know you've been so generous over the years coming on our shows, and uh, we do appreciate that. Oh, it's always fun. Thanks so much for inviting me. It saves me a trip to the bookstore and the signing. I know Reese had to wait in line <laughs> for three hours, so this saves us a trip. I, I loved it. It was so fun. <laughs> go to Tammy's book signing. It's really fun. fun. It is. We always have a good time. <laughs> really fun. If you ever get to go, go. It's fun. So, Well, okay, Tammy, happy holidays, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. All, All right. right. Thanks, thanks, Tammy. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hello, folks. Uncle Jimmy here, and welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy brand products, where funny names mean serious products. Featuring Uncle Jimmy Squeezy Buns, the squeezably soft hand treat that your horse will love, the award-winning Uncle Jimmy's Hangin' Balls, Uncle Jimmy's Sugar-Free Ball, the incredible Licky Thing, also in Sugar-Free, the amazing Uncle Jimmy's Pecker Wrecker, and the Big Licky. The infamous Uncle Jimmy Hangin' Ball was first designed by me for my own horses to help reduce the bad habits which come from stall boredom. It now can be found around the world. This nutritious flavored filled boredom buster will help keep your horses occupied and happy around the clock. Properly hung, it will last for weeks, provided you don't let your horse pin it, and Uncle Jimmy knows who you are. The ball comes in four flavors. Apple, carrot, peppermint, molasses, and now sugar-free. Once again, welcome to the world of Uncle Jimmy's brand products, where funny names mean serious products, and satisfaction is 100% guaranteed. Well, we do have a couple of dressage riders coming up later today, too. We have a couple of Olympians that you're going to want to stay tuned for uh, coming up later in the day. So uh, don't miss that. We have a whole lot going on here. We do have some lines open if you want to call in and get registered for the prizes or be on the air. Now is the time. Call in number is 435-272-1997, 435-272-1997. You don't have to be a dressage rider to call in. You can be anybody to call in any time. Uh, but I, but Reese and Philip would like to hear from dressage riders. So I'm just throwing it <laughs> we can, we Just can, listeners we can, of our show, you know? Yeah. We have a lot of listeners that are that, that ride or maybe have some questions with the horses. And uh, we always love to answer those and, and to help. And uh, we've taken videos over the years. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if Phil and I even even thought what we would be doing. And it's, it's really fun. And so we're, we're so later, honored. Yeah. Yep. Well, we have a very special guest, and this is not on your list because she was supposed to be on earlier in the show. And Rana is here from Weatherbeta, representing our title sponsor. Rana, I apologize for the technical issues at the start of the show. <laughs> you, believe me, I was more panicked than That's you. That's okay. At that point. No worries. <laughs> I was. Hi, a, <laughs> I was a lot more panicked Hi, than you were. <laughs> so we fixed it. So it far, happened. knock on wood, we're here. Uh, so. We've been talking all morning, Wendy and I, about the new blankets. Tell us about the Comfortech blankets. And by the way, everybody's mad at you because now we all have to get rid of our old ones to have the coolest new thing. <laughs> That's a great thing. Why are they mad? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Comfortech is uh, one of Vita's new blanket range. So it launched this past winter, so this current winter, I should say, uh, winter 2016. It's a complete new range, um, offers the ability to find essentially a Buena for everyone's needs. So whether you are um, looking for the highest of the high end to the you know top of the mid to the lower part of the mid range, or if you want something more basic and essential, we've got four different tiers, and those are the Comfy Tech Ultra, Comfy Tech Premier, uh, Comfy Tech Plus, and then just the Comfy Tech. Uh, so a lot of people wonder what Comfy Tech is because it is absolutely a made-up word, <laughs> and it's <laughs> essentially a combination of three of um, the most essential things that we put into the new blankets this season. So it's a combination of comfort, uh, fit, and technology. So that's how Comfy Tech came to be. Ah, that so makes sense. We're very excited to launch it. <laughs> Everything um, you might are probably familiar with our previous blanket lines, so the Freestyle Original Gennaro. 
those are now all being taken over by Comfy Tech. So going forward in both spring and winter lines, everything will be Comfy Tech branded as it is our, our new range going forward. You know, what's catching the attention of our listeners, though, is the pattern on one of your blankets. The, the fox print? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Every, awesome. Everybody loves the fox print. We love it, too. We have a, something very exciting for winter 17-2 that just came into our offices. So it's uh, replacing the foxes with a new little animal next year, and it's just as adorable. So can't give that away yet, but... Yeah, the foxes, be, on, uh, the foxes on these blankets are... They're kind of a cartoon whimsical fox, and it is so cute. And, it, you know, sometimes when blanket makers put the designs on, they put too many of them, right? There's like a thousand of them, mm-hmm. and they're, it's just too busy. But you guys just did the right number of them. There's not too many, and they really stand out that way. Yeah, we love it. We we get so many fan photos on Facebook and on social media of that blanket, and it has a, <laughs> a cooler to match. So if you're not in the market for a blanket, but... We can never have enough coolers, so you can still get that print available on your horse in a cooler as well, which is cool. What I also like is you guys do spend a lot of time testing these things. They're not just put together and, okay, we're going to put it out there and see if the straps hold or see if this works or that works. They're all really, really tested. They are. They are very regularly tested, and we uh, have a huge range of horses who are able to, <laughs> to make sure that it, you know these blankets will survive pretty much a huge range of different types of horses from the Houdinis to the Wreckers and then, you know, the, the guys who don't mind wearing them. So, um, you know, if your pasture mate is gnawing on your horse's blanket, there's a good chance that probably won't get too much damage done to the Leather Vita versus some of the others as we do put a lot of time into them before we release new things like this, especially a complete new range. So, um, it was definitely a long time in the making. It definitely has been something I've been on board with since I started here a couple of years ago. So it's not just, a, you know, we put it together and throw it out next season and see if it works or not. It's definitely a long time in the in the works. And, of course, uh, where can people find them? Weatherbeta.com and if you backslash ComfyTech, so C-O-M-F-I-T-E-C, you can get to a list of retailers there who will uh, who'll be able to uh, get them to your horse. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I want to thank Weatherbeta for being the title sponsor for the second year in a row. We're so excited that you guys are involved and that have been involved since we started the Radiothon, which grows every year. And uh, we, we hope that uh, we can continue to, to have you in the future. But uh, you've been a tremendous support for my wife and I, too, since we started. We bought some of the first blankets coming to this country from Australia when we had our tag shop. So uh, our relationship with Weatherbeta goes back a long way. And we really appreciate you being involved. We're very happy to be involved. It was a, a great show last year. So, you know, it was obviously a chance taken on all sides <laughs> from both sponsor size and from your size, obviously doing something for the first time like this. You know, it's not exactly a an overnight preparation process. And no. Into it, and I'm sure. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> I can tell you that for my last three weeks of uh, 100-hour days. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, I know Anna. everyone appreciates it. So. Merry Christmas to everybody at Weatherbeta. Merry Christmas. Take thank care. Thank you guys so right. much. Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, we're going to rearrange the schedule a little bit on you guys because our next guest is here. We can chat with her for about 10 minutes. Tell us about an Olympian we have coming up. Well, we are so happy to have a great supporter of the Dressage Radio Show, Laura Graves on. She really doesn't even need a need a um, introduction. She is bronze medalist from the Olympic Games this year in Rio. Laura, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are you? We love having you on. How are you today? I'm good. Yeah, we're down in Florida. The weather's beautiful. The horses are great. Yeah, life is good. I love it. So, big question. What do you and Diddy do for Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I guess guess it depends on the year. It depends (laughs) on what we have going on. This year is a little different for us. We will be under construction still on our new farm. So, Um, the horses have a quiet day. I do not ride on Christmas. I love Christmas. I tend to cook all day and uh, we like to do gifts and, um, lots of family and lots of 
feeding of each other and the horses kind of just get to relax. So that will be I our plan. So what do you cook? What's your favorite thing oh, to like cook? A professional rider that also yeah. cooks? <laughs> I know. I was like, yes. Crazy. All right. I, do. I know. It's kind of crazy, but I'll confess, I do not cook for myself. So <laughs> if I'm left home alone, it's all microwave, fast, <laughs> cheese and crackers, yeah. that kind of thing. But I do, if I have somebody to cook for, um, I will cook whatever they like. And uh, yeah, I like cooking from scratch. We just did Thanksgiving at our house. So just finishing up the leftovers now, actually. <laughs> I can't look at leftovers. I'm so like, oh, I'm so full still. I'm like, still like, I'll just juice for like a week. <laughs> You're all turkey out. <laughs> I'm kind of turkey out. <laughs> I'm juicing a lot. I'm like, not ready. I'm like, oh, it was so good. I think I overdid it a little. Not going to lie. <laughs> the horses are like, um, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what were you doing? I love it. So now what? So tell us about your new farm. You've, this has been a, a long time project, right? Yeah, it has been. I, um, I'm so, have been so busy with the traveling, um, in the past two, three years. So, um, it's been something that keeps getting pushed push to the back burner um every time i i leave the project it's something it's real you really have to be present for so um yeah we're finally in the middle of it and it's very very exciting christmas we should be close to moving in if not moved in so um it'll be an exciting time of year for for a lot of reasons that is awesome so tell us a little bit about your farm um, the farm, we're only only building 10 stalls. Um, it is also where we live. Um, we bought it maybe a year and a half ago, and we have 30 acres. And so we'll have lots of room for those 10 horses. And a uh, big oversized dressage arena with uh, awesome footing, thanks to Premier Equestrian. Um, really safe. Uh, all the all the kind of new features, automatic waterers, automatic feeders, um, those kinds of things to kind of simplify as much as we can. Ooh, I like the automatic <laughs> feed. I like the automatic feeders, girl. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, I could reduce yeah. the work, right? handle the automatic feed. That sounds amazing. I like the idea of an automatic feeder. Yeah, it's really cool. cool. <laughs> That's that is very cool. So what do you and Diddy have coming up this year? What's the plan uh, leading up to the World Cup? Yeah, leading up to World Cup, it's super exciting for us. And, of course, the announcement was just made that um, uh, as, a, as a country, we also got the, the World Equestrian Games in 2018 in Tryon. So uh, for the next two years, the sport for our country will be very, very exciting. Um, leading up to World Cup next year, which is in Omaha, um, we have a bunch of qualifiers down here in Florida. We've got to hit at least two of them. Um, I'd like, like to say we'll enter the five star as well. Um, but we just kind of see where it goes. We'll enter the second world cup qualifier and then, uh, make some decisions after that. Of course, getting in as much training as we can still also is, uh, is very important for me. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, uh, the question we're asking everybody today for our radiothon show is who, what horse is your fantasy ride? And I'm curious about you, you know, yeah. because your own horse is pretty freaking amazing. I, I was so. going to say, Diddy's on my list. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> He's been on my I, list. Today. I actually, it's so funny because I'm thinking about this conversation we're going to have and coming on your show today. And I literally just jumped off of him, just washed him down and put him <laughs> away. So as I'm riding him, I'm thinking, I certainly would never trade him for any horse. <laughs> There's just, you know, I... I'm fortunate enough to have, like you said, a horse that probably a lot of people um, would want to ride. He certainly puts a smile on my face. Um, but yeah, you think about it, and just to, as from a from a training perspective, uh, wanting to know what what all those different horses feel like. Sometimes what you see is not always what it feels like to ride them. I think um, there's not you'd be hard pressed to find a person who doesn't want to sit on Belegro. Yeah, he's, he's just so yep. adjustable. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he's got such an engine that that would be a neat feeling just to experience. But um, as far as dressage goes, I have my my favorite horse to watch this year was a horse ridden by Dorothy Schneider for Germany named Showtime, and he's a bit younger. Um, 
I've seen him a couple tests when he was before he was a Grand Prix horse, and he's just so elastic, and his temperament seems a little cheeky and sensitive, and um, I think that's got to be a, a ride that gives you goosebumps. I would take any or all of the above. I think there's a, that's, a, that's a really, it is, it's such a hard, and, you know, dressage riders, we, that's like what we do. We watch and we, you know, look and we evaluate and you're like, oh my gosh, did you see that half-ass? Did you see that transition? Like, oh my goodness, I think you could really, that would be a really interesting question for our show is how would, what horses would you like in each movement? Now we're getting technical. Yeah, but, if you want to get very yeah. specific, you know, you, geeky. you want to make a perfect <laughs> horse, put all the pieces together from from the best in the world. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's always interesting, though, because everyone has such a different taste. Yeah. And so what, what feels good to one person might not feel good to you, and what you think you might love, you actually don't like at all. So yeah. that's why I think it's so interesting. It's been it's interesting so- today. We've been hearing so many different horses we've never heard of before, and because everybody has a personal experience with what their fantasy horse. I thought it'd be all Allegro and, and California yeah. Chrome, but it hasn't been. You know, yeah, I mean, I think those are, they're almost like everybody knows that, like everybody would want to sit on those horses, but it is true. Like what, what are your, I, my other one, I don't know about you guys is Rembrandt. Like he just, I just, cause he was, uh, so, I heard he was a hot, a hot, oh, hot tamale. Oh, I would do it, Laura, you would do great down on that hot tamale. I mean, it's just like, yeah, that no, horse was, I don't think I oh, would like I, that experience. Oh, I'd like it. Oh, I would. Maybe in an indoor arena with everything closed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Some really high walls around, yeah. Some high walls, man. Let me, let me get up. But that horse was super popular as I was, I think he went to 96 Olympics. And I was 16, like you saw that horse go and you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. So I think some of it is, is experience and and what you, you know, look and, and, and look at, but, uh, Laura, I've got one final question for you because I love your freestyle, the Rudy freestyle. How did you come up with that? That's so, oh, I, I watch you ride that and I'm like, Rudy, Rudy, the whole time. It's so good. (laughs) I love it. You know, I have to like totally totally honest with you guys i did not have anything to do with that team i um i owe everything to uh terry gallo who came up with that for me and um the the freestyle i had before this one was something that you know we had to have a freestyle in 2014 to qualify for festival of champions so i actually got this piece of music and choreographed my freestyle around it and it had like 10 meter circles in my Grand Prix freestyle. It was not polished whatsoever, but it was very cheap. And, um, eventually that freestyle just kind of morphed into what we took to the world games and then to the world cup also in Las Vegas. But this year I said, uh, I called up Terry who lives, you know, 30 minutes from us here in Orlando. And I said, Terry, I really, I need something that's made for this horse. And um, this is a big year, and he deserves it. So I kind of gave her ideas that I had, and she, you know, was trying to make me happy. And Debbie just said, Laura, this isn't it. This horse needs something really special that makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up. And she said, just let Terry do her thing. And when she has some choices, let's sit down and listen to it. And um, I remember sitting around a table with, Terry and Debbie, uh, Bessie Giuliano, my my good friend and sponsor, my mom and I, and Terry played this track, and all of us kind of looked at each other, and we just knew. And so, um, yeah, I'm so grateful that she was able to, a horse that she really didn't know, she was really able to kind of hone in on on the feel and um, kind of our story, and and do such a phenomenal job and have the music fit so well. It um, very special. It's great. It is a fantastic, fantastic freestyle. And we'll be rooting for you and I'll be cheering for you in Wellington. Laura, how can our listeners follow you uh, online? Yeah, I'm mostly on Facebook. That's my my comfort media zone. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just Laura Graves on Facebook. And, um, yeah, I'm also on Instagram, Laura Graves Dressage. Those are my two comfort zones when it comes to social media you'll find me there great well have a wonderful holiday season laura and i can't wait to see you in florida thank, thank you, you guys. Laura. sounds good merry christmas yeah, to everybody. Happy merry holidays. Christmas. <laughs>
All right, guys. Well, it's time to move on with the voicemails right after this word from Kentucky Performance Products. She had waited all her life for this moment, dreaming about it since she was 10 years old. The trailer ramp touched the ground. He whinnied as she backed him out, swinging his head around to get a good look at his new home. His coat gleamed in the sun. Her love had arrived. She was breathless. He was beautiful. She could hardly wait to tack him up and start off on what she was sure would be the best times of her life. This love story is brought to you by Contribute, providing essential omega-3 fatty acids that help maintain low inflammation levels throughout your horse's body. The horse that matters to you matters to Kentucky Performance Products. Call 859-873-2974 or visit kppusa.com to order today. You have reached the Horse Radio Network voicemail line. Please leave your voicemail after the tone. Hi there, Erin Hawk here from Horselovers.com. And my favorite holiday food is the delicious pumpkin roll that my mother makes. I hope you will enjoy these voicemails brought to you by Horselovers.com. Happy holidays! My dear Horse Radio Network, I have received and read all the letters which you and your hosts have written me by the hand of your horses and ponies as well as the ones from your listeners and auditors alike. While the hoof prints and shavings make them difficult reads, I have heard all your horsey wishes and needs. So for all the hosts and fans, I grant you these. For Glenn and Jen, your fearless leaders, a day off, you busy beavers. For Jamie Jennings, the eventing gal, you get to ride the Rolex with one of your trusty pals. And Wendy Ying, go for a drive through the snow to hear the sleigh bells ring. Now for Helena B., who calls Newport home, a night on the town, so go on in Rome. We can't forget Philip and Reese, who are masters of dressage, for you both need a massage. For Debbie Laux, the join-up queen, a willing partner with a coat that gleams. There is Max and Joe, who run the eventing radio show, for you shall have a cross-country full of snow. And Mike and Casey, who know everything rodeo, a system with perfect audio. Then Tigger and Patty, who keep all our animals happy and healthy. This show will make you wealthy. Then there are all the guest hosts, who help Glenn on Jamie's day off. A bunch of Uncle Jimmy's squeezy buns in a golden, golden trough. And finally, your listeners and auditors, who come in many sizes and heights, for all the shows to play well into Christmas night. I hope that all the days be filled with equine friends and that you have some more two-legged ones as well in the end. A Merry Christmas to all from your jolly friend, Santa Claus. Hi, Horse Radio Network. This is Abby from Michigan. I just wanted to congratulate you on your second annual Holiday Radiothon, and thank you so much for all the entertaining and educational shows that you put out. I listen to all of them. My fantasy ride would probably be with the majority of your listeners. I think I would choose Vallegro, even though I'm not a dressage rider. He just seems like he would be amazing to ride, and he would give you a really good feeling. Um, Thank you so much again for all your wonderful shows, and Merry Christmas. Hey, HRN Network. This is Cara Sorrentino from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You brighten not only the season for me, but my whole year. Here's to you and yours. My fantasy ride is none other than the fabulous Secretariat, boring and expected perhaps, but true. And if I could add my fantasy sentimental ride, it would be my childhood pony, Sophia. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Happy holidays, Philip and Reese. May your show season finally cease. Hope your tests of the next year bring you tens and much cheer and a season of health, wealth, and peace. I'm Natalie Stepani from Sacramento, California, and my fantasy ride would be the great Bucephalus. My fancy ride would be on, on Sea Biscuit. This horse came through a lot through his racing career, 
And in that match race, oh, that would be really cool to just ride Sea Biscuit and look over to War, War Admiral and say, hey, this is our race. Hi, everybody at the Horse Radio Network. I just wanted to wish you all a happy Radiothon and a happy Cyber Monday. This is Chantel, your auditor from Pennsylvania. Uh, once again, I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. Only a Hanoverian will do. No thoroughbreds or dinky Shetland pony. I want a Hanoverian to play with and enjoy. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. I don't think Santa Claus will mind you. He won't have to use a dirty chimney flue. Just leave him in the barn, that's the easy thing to do. I can see me now on Christmas morning creeping to the barn. Oh, what joy and what surprise when I open up my eyes to see a Hanno-Hero standing there. I want a Hanoverian for Christmas. Only a Hanoverian will do. No quarter horses, no Arabians. I like those Hanoverians, and Hanoverians like me too. Okay, all you dressage riders out there, horselovers.com is the one-stop shop for the dressage lovers in your life this holiday season. They have over 120,000 products available at any given time, with brands like Weatherbeta, Ariat, Romp, Henry de Ravel, Bates, and so much more. Whether it's a practical gift or one just for fun, horselovers.com slash HRN is the place to go. Horselovers.com is offering a special discount with purchase just for Radiothon listeners. Spend at least $49 with Horse Lovers and enter HRN in the coupon box at checkout and get $5 off your order instantly. This is an exclusive code just for you, the listeners of Radiothon. HRN in the coupon box at checkout. Go to horselovers.com slash HRN. Okay, Reese and Philip, we are running a little bit behind, so we have to get right to the prizes, and we have somebody to help us pick out the prizes, and that's Karen from Kentucky Performance Products. Hey, Karen. Hey, Glenn. Hi, everybody. Hi, Hi Karen. Hi, Karen. All right. Hi, uh, how are you guys? Sorry, Karen, yes. that we're running so late uh, here. We had an unexpected call from Weatherbeat, our title sponsor, earlier, so that was nice. It, it was good to hear from them. But you're going to describe what you're giving away today. Uh, you're giving away a dressage performance pack, right, worth $175. We are. Yes, we are. And why don't you read what's in there? Okay, the amazing package supports a focused attitude, sound joints, and supple muscles, and includes a 75-day supply, 75-day supply of joint armor, a 65-day supply of Elevate maintenance powder, uh, and also three tubes, six doses of trouble-free calming paste. For information on all the Kentucky Performance Products products, visit kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com, our long Longest sponsor ever on the Horse Radio Network. Karen, we're going to talk about the other prize, and then we're going to have you pick the winner, okay? Okay, sounds good. And I'm really excited to to be here for the second annual radio. Yay! So, yay! Right. We love having Karen, and she really has the fantastic products and is so easy to talk to. So um, if anybody ever has questions on any of those um, supplements or any other ones, she's the one to call. Our other prize this hour is one of the most rev- revolutionary girths on the market today, the Shoulder Relief Girth by Total Saddle Fit, worth $150. You get to pick between the English or Western version. These are girths that Reese and Philip use every day. The Shoulder Relief Girth's innovative design and position and angle of the billets prevent the saddle from interfering with the shoulder. And it's made from top-grain English saddle leather with soft, padded calfskin interior for the horse's comfort. Used by top riders from around the world. For all the details on Total Saddle Fit's innovative products, visit totalsaddlefit.com. And Wendy, what numbers does she have to choose from? You have to choose between 1 and 221. 
221. This is for the girth? <laughs> wow. Wow. For the girth. Um, I'll tell you what. Well, my favorite number uh, is two, and so I'm going to go with number 22. Number 22 is okay. Ben Goldberg. Yay, Yay Ben! Good ben you're it. Yeah, he's a listener, so he's we know listener. that, yeah. Very cool. Uh, very good. And now uh, for the Kentucky Performance Products, who are you going to send your products to? You better pick oh. number two because that number two got all excited and uh, then you bypassed and went to 22. <laughs> I know. That was tough, And this is a great prize product. We use all of these products here at Maplecrest, and they're fantastic. So, oh, Karen, you got everybody nervous now. Oh, did we lose I, I, oh, I got dropped out of the conversation for a minute, so I didn't okay, hear Okay, you're going to pick the for another number, and you better pick two because everybody that was thinking they were number two was pissed when you went to 22. So. Oh, well, I like it to be a little unpredictable. So I have to pick another number yes. now, too? Yes. A, a second number? Yeah, this is for your prize pack. Okay, well... This is for my price pack. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave the two, and I'm gonna go with um, a number that has been doing a lot of winning for me this year, and that that is a, a combination of numbers that it seems my horse often has on his bridle um, number. So I'm gonna go with number ninety six. Ninety six, and the 96. winner is of the dressage performance pack is Joy Dorsch. <laughs> Joy Dorsch is the winner of that, nice. and and guys, we have to roll because we're running late. KPPUSA.com. Thank Happy you, Lisa Phillip. Dressage Bye, Radio guys. Show. Bye. We'll be back Bye. with the Horsemanship Hour. Monty Roberts is going to be here. Debbie Laux, Jamie will be leading the parade, and they have a ton of great guests. And we'll be right back. 